Smutton Sensibility is an erotic book club that is not safe for work. Unless you work in a horny business, in which case, crank this shit. Also, all characters described are of the legal age of consent and fully into their sensual adventures. So sit back, relax, and let's consensually do this. I didn't want to hear you crying today. But everything is what it is and you won't stay. Kickball change, yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is David Laws. I'm Liz McMonagall. This is Smut and Sensibility. It's an erotic book club. And today, you guessed it, I'm really glad that you came up with a theme song because I could not for the life of me uh, remember the Parks and Rec uh, theme song. I uh, was, it was from, I, I had the office stuck in my head. A hundred percent. And it's easy to get those two confused. Na, 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 na. It's a good, they're all, they're both very good theme songs. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But we're not fucking talking about the office. Today. No, suck it we're office. Talking about parks and recreation, mm-hmm. <sighs> which I like. I love. So here's the thing. Greg, and I watch Parks and Rec and Office and The Office maybe uh, without fail nightly. Like every single night we either watch a couple episodes of The Office or we watch a couple episodes, boop, boop, a couple episodes of uh, Parks and Rec. And so I was looking for crossovers because truthfully they are two of our favorite shows. And so I was like- You couldn't find anything? Nothing. I was like, you know who I want to see go- I want to, you know what I want to see? I want to see Ron Swanson and probably some Michael Scott or like Michael Scott and like Leslie Nope. Brilliant. Oh, that's you what would, I want to see. I want to see two bosses. Mm-hmm. Being bossed. Oh, it would be fantastic. But guess what? It doesn't exist. So what? we should oh. write one. But you know it does exist? <laughs> A lot of Parks and Rec fanfic. So much Parks and Rec fanfic. You know what I've read recently and I'm sure is true is that um, people watch the same shows over and over again uh, because it helps minimize uh, anxiety because you already know what's going to happen. I read that too and I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That tracks. I'm, I'm watching. I'm <laughs> about to finish the, the blacklist again. and was like, yep, yeah, that, that tracks because it's, it's definitely a lot scarier the first time we watch a TV show. And then you're like, oh, this is a scary scene, but that's okay because I know what's going to happen. I know how it ends. And sometimes the scary part is people talking to strangers <laughs> i haven't um, watched that yeah i don't don't get okay first of all don't get me started on the blacklist because i will get started on the blacklist second okay. of all don't get me started on the blacklist because then you're gonna know my other weakness and find blacklist fan fiction and i'm gonna be really unhappy at you I'm, okay as you were speaking i wasn't paying attention and instead i was writing down the blacklist find fanfic don't I- delete it erase it i won't i won't it's already happened. It's already started. Oh, no. 
I have a big talent crush on Megan Boone, who's the main character in that, and a big talent crush on James Spader. It's probably mm-hmm. safe to say my crush on Megan Boone is a little uh, on on the spectrum of talent crush to real crush is a little crushier. Sure. Um, doesn't help that she looks and shares a name with yeah. my wife. Your wife. Uh, but uh, oh, so, so let's do some Borat fan fiction. But like, I feel like Borat is fan fiction. Like Borat, uh, <laughs> it would just be us watching Borat, <laughs> which I'm also okay with. <laughs> Same, um, but we're not. We're gonna do Parks and Rec. Yes, I can't. So wait. our piece today, the first. All right, we have two pieces here, it's a and I, I, we're gonna. It's it is not a two parter, <laughs> and I will. We will discuss that when the time comes. <laughs> it's but a volume, li- volume you know two. we. It's not. It's really not. It's it, that is that is a decision that you have made because Liz went. All right, here's my entry, and I went okay. And then Liz texted me this morning and said, "Oh, by the way, here's more." Yeah, and we're it's also doing arguably worse. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the real, the main, the titular the entry for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called "I Mustache You If You Want More Meat" <laughs> by uh, Keshia Five One Five. Uh, here on fanfiction.net. And uh, here's the... Uh, wait, you... T- oh, I have to... So, uh, farts. All right, so tell us the summary because I got to fucking dissect this this bad boy. <laughs> well, first, I'm going to read... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read the little blurb at the top. So yes, Donna wakes up in the worst place she could ever think of waking up and the memories just won't go away. A current one-shot for a friend... I will possibly continue. Another what? Another? How did we do this? I don't know. I I don't know. But I want to. I want to have friends who ask me to write fan fiction. I don't have any yet, and I want them. <laughs> you want to have friends who ask you to write fan fiction for them. You don't want to ask your friends to write you fan <laughs> no. fiction. Well, maybe I know some authors. I bet I could ask them. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Here's what I want. Honestly, I want that Leslie Nope, Michael Scott crossover. That's what I want. Put it out into the universe. That's I'm, that's that was me putting it out in the universe. Stuff. <laughs> All of our listeners, I want you to write me fanfic, and I want it to be Ugh. Michael Scott and Leslie Nope. In each other's offices. <laughs> Not orifices, which I almost said, well, but both. also orifices. Wouldn't be bad. Um, Wouldn't hate it. So yeah, I... and then yeah, and then there's a little our author's note here. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer, I do not own Parks and Rec, and this is for Jennifer. I hope you like it. I hope I hope you like it. I hope you like it. I hope hey, I hope you like this. <laughs> I wrote you uh mm-hmm. I wrote you some fan fiction. I hope you like it. I hope you like it. This is exactly what are you talking what about? <laughs> I, I don't that know friend. that it is. I don't know that it's just the thing. That's where I start to get a little worried about this relationship is a lot of the other ones have been like, remember the Animal Crossing one, Rest My Soul, was like, um, oh my God, who's all right? Who's fucking calling me twice in a row while I'm recording a podcast? It's probably your food. Hello? Yes. Is that your food? How are you? Oh. I'm all right, thank you. It's fine. Um, how about uh, grape soda? Is that okay? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's do cherry then. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you. Bye. How right, dare they? How dare they? They didn't my have food grape. order telling me the two things that they didn't have at, in my order, <laughs> one of which was Dr. Pepper. And so I'm just going to have wine instead. Great. Well, no, I got this, you didn't. You got cherry. No, I got a cherry like fruit snack because they didn't have. Um, what are you ordering I, that you I don't got a fruit kind. snack? It's like fruit leather. <laughs> it's tasty. From where? From the bodega, from the deli down the street. From... Oh, well. Don't that's... fucking, don't hate. No, I'm, listen, I wasn't judging. I I was just picturing what the flavor, like, I was like, 
trying to picture what you had ordered. And then I was like, okay, is it grape? Okay, what's grape that I know of? And then you were like, no, then never mind. I'll get cherry. And I was like, this is, there's, I don't know. Don't even worry about it. What okay, I've completely, anyway. oh, was a lot of the fan fictions in the past have been like, uh, you know, my friend said that they didn't have erotic Animal Crossing fan fiction, so I wrote it for them. Or like, this was a birthday present, and I assume that they're going to like it. This is just like, hey, here you go, Jennifer. I hope you like it. Hey, it's a Tuesday. I wrote this for you. Hey. Enjoy. I wrote this for a friend. I wrote it for you. It's a current one shot. <laughs> and Well, here's what – here I went on such a journey for this because I was like, okay, Ron Swanson, like I figured there was going to be a lot of like him and Leslie or like – you know, maybe him and Ann Perkins. I figured there was going to be like some Chris Traeger Ann Perkins. They're just really – there is a lot, but like it's not, – not a lot of it is rated M. Mm. And so – but this one, I was like, Ron Swanson and Donna Meagle. <laughs> I can get behind that. That sounds I awesome. Can, that's the thing. Let, let's, let's, let's put it out on the wait. table – immediately i like this piece i don't love it i almost don't love it i don't love it i really like this piece and i like ron swanson's sensual mm. and donna Miguel's pretty sensual too mm. um mm-hmm. but like th- those facts surprised me really um, oh i could see it well i but yes but i'm not as as you know i've i've watched parks and rec i've probably watched the entire series maybe twice uh, but I, I'm not as faithful a, a follower, it sounds like, as you are. Yeah, we are. We definitely um, so let's, are. Let's, let's talk about the piece itself. Let's dive in. So, so in I mm-hmm. Must Ask You If You Want More Meat, mm-hmm. uh, Donna Meagle uh, w- wakes up in the morning and she finds that she is in the bed of and with Ron Swanson, her boss. Yeah. Her <gasps> boss. Oh, no. Oh my goodness! Uh, and she's you know, had a had, everything's very uh, raw, right? She's been drinking. She can remember all the sexual stuff that happened, and and it's a little embarrassing. But really, but really, what's embarrassing is how much she liked it. Mm. She liked it a lot. She's got a personal motto of "use him, abuse him, and lose him," and this does not this doesn't track for Donna Meagle. Uh, so she gets out of there. She goes home. She's going to take a shower and then she like, it's really interesting, right? We, we've talked about porn without plot. Um, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even necessarily say that this has plot as much as it has a lot of really interesting exposition. Right. Yeah. Right. She goes yep. home and she undresses and she like basically surveys the damage, right? right. She's got bruises. She's got bites. She, her hair's all disheveled. Oof. Liz, holy shit. What? I, I had like a Sherlock Holmesian style, like <gasps> memory palace moment in this piece. Okay. With the line, first and foremost, her hair was a mess. If she remembered correctly, when they were in certain positions, Ron would card his fingers mm. through her hair mm-hmm. and roughly use it to gain leverage. Do you remember that? Of what? Do I remember what? We, when we I had ha- another piece that when used that the phrase. No, no, no. <laughs> like, do you remember that? I was like, from last Friday, yes. No, uh, <laughs> do you remember we had another piece yes. where somebody carded their fingers through somebody's hair, and I was like, "Is that a typo? Is that a word? Is that no. I don't understand?" Um, but I guess it's a thing. I couldn't find any more about the phrase itself, but I did redive into the annals. Uh, I think you mean of, annals. of our. I probably do in this case mean the annals <laughs> of our history, um, and it's from conflict resolution. With Iron Man and Captain America, Steve Carr. Uh, oh shoot, where is it? I gotta find it. Oh, you did um, your research. You were like, I couldn't not. Yeah, 
Steve carted his hand through. Yeah, Steve carted his hand through the black hair, pulling slowly up insistently. Like, I guess that's just a phrase. I mean, I've never used it, but that doesn't mean it's not a phrase. Would you use it? Would you say, card your fingers through my hair, baby? <laughs> yeah. Now I will. Now that I know that I'm using right. it correctly. I'd be you like, you know what's going to get me really <laughs> off? Please card my hair. Card it. Card, card your fingers I don't through know my if hair. You card the hair. Card your hair. Card Damn it. Fingers. I used it wrong. Yeah. I, I so, did it incorrectly yeah. already. <laughs> Jeez. Um, anyway, that was just a fun little side quest for me. <laughs> that was very, uh, so I she, liked that journey. <laughs> for you. <laughs> for me. <laughs> she gets dressed. She goes into work and she's she's feeling awkward, right? She's realizing mm-hmm. how open her desk space is and she's getting questioned by Tom Haverford about where she went last night. What happened? Where'd you go? Yeah. What up, um, girl? And she, it's, it's, yeah, very, very Aziz Ansari. Um, I, I, I don't want to do an impression <laughs> for you. I know. No, no, no one can. No one should. <laughs> but Donna, all she's got is a headache and some heartache. Yeah. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you don't? That okay. was not my favorite line, but we'll talk. Ugh. All right. So Ron comes in. <laughs> she is transfixed by his mustache. Mm. Uh, and she wants to feel it again. Yeah. And so Tom asks Donna to lunch, and then Ron. And here's where the scene shifts for me. This is a pretty like hefty shift where she's like, "Oh, all right, I'm distracted, but let's go." And then Ron's like, "Hey, where are you going? Didn't you say that uh, you'd only be eating with me from now on?" And he pulls her into his arms and the language just gets like no, no innuendo. All, all like, I guess all innuendo. <laughs> you, a- you ask me if I really enjoyed meat and wanted an extra large serving. I remember taking you up on that offer and enjoying it immensely, but I never finished my meal. It seemed that someone cleaned my plate before I could finish. <laughs> And so then they kiss, and then uh, uh, Tom and Donna leave, and Ron says, "Be careful, Tom. That's my woman you're taking with you." And she, and the the narration agrees. Yep, she was his woman. It's a little possessive his... there at the end. I, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that too. Let's talk. Okay, let's talk about it. That's all that happens. You know, <laughs> there's it. not actually any. There's not any sex in this one. There's. No the memory of sex and the implication of sex, um, but there's no active boinking. There's no shboinking and spelunking, and I missed it. Here's, uh, I dove into this expecting the most animalistic, like raunchy, which it clearly was, but I'm sad that I didn't get to participate. Like I didn't get to read it, but I get to read the aftermath. Which, like, is hot. You get to read the memory. You get to read the, yeah. the burning impression of it. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which, like... That's not hot for you? It, look, No, looking back on it and reading it again now, I can... With with Airy Read, I am happy that it, it happened. I'm happy that I continued to read it. And I'm happy that, like, it's cool. Was it the hot thing that I... I dove in when was asking for in the first place no but it's it'll do that's a fair point you're right you know yeah you're right like yeah i I wanted it to i want to it was cool i will say it was like i think correct me if i'm wrong but it's the first time that the the coital 
yumminess happened before we <laughs> <laughs> happened before and now we're just like living in the past like living in the moment after the fact absolutely absolutely Which and that's why I, when you sent me something else i thought maybe it was an actual chapter Ooh. two or uh, epilogue or Ooh. something else because like or prologue even right it, like mm. this mm-hmm. feels like you could also write the sex you could also write what you know what their relationship turned into yeah a couple weeks later yeah Yeah. um because this is a relationship one yes right this is not a sex one as much as it is right this is more in line with um our our schitt's creek episode uh Uh or even our toy story episode to be honest like it's very these well i guess not the toy story as much but it's like these people want to have a relationship yes it feels more oomphed it's very grounded. <laughs> it is very grounded. I was going to use that did word. Say, and I was like, is that the right word? I, I use. Did you say oomph. oomphed? Mm-hmm. It feels oomphed to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, oh, and that's, <laughs> that's a part of why I had trouble with the second pieces because <laughs> this piece is so grounded and it comes from such, right? Like of the zany sort of shows that there are in this style, Parks and Rec is pretty grounded. Right, sure. it takes place well, in a government about... building. Yeah, it's you know, quote unquote, real people. It's got it's got its wacky characters. It's got its Chris Pratts and its. But it's all ground. Like it's uh... in. It feels real. It doesn't feel like it's like hoity doity do. Like it doesn't feel like the, they're. The office gets stupider sometimes. Yeah. The office yeah. sometimes feels like sometimes feels like Howard. Like Michael Scott evolved from an <laughs> asshole to too dumb to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> And I think none of the main characters do in Parks and Rec. The biggest, like, red flag for me was when Dwight Schrute turns and follows his GPS into a lake. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, this is what I have to do. And you're like, no, Dwight, you're smarter than that. Like, you would have. You know better than that. You know better. You're not going to just like, oh, here's where I turn. Of course, it's leading me to the water. And you're like, no, you are better than this. I bet it's happened in real life. Well, not to me yet. And I, what a- And I think that's why I found it a little difficult was like, I can really visualize these characters. Me too. It's, it, it's hard. Right? Uh, fortunately, I mean, uh, Nick Offerman, o- Offerman uh-huh. it, it is so that character that 100%. it's, it's, it feels okay to not separate them. He's also a very sex positive person, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Do you know that about him? Yes. Um, do you know that quote that he said uh, with his wife? Meg Mullally? Yeah. No. Someone asked them, like, what's the secret to a long, healthy marriage? And he was like, this and this and a healthy diet of each other's genitals. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Nick Offerman. Get you, down there. Have you read his book? No. Have it's you? brilliant. Yes. Do they talk about, do they talk about yes. stuff? Yes. Well, he talks about oh, just like how fucking awesome his wife is. And then yeah. they they do. I mean, they have such a good sexual relationship. I have a cast member of Drunk Shakespeare who's always like, that guy? You see that guy? And I'll be like, yeah. He'll be like, she'll be like, that guy eats ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what this sort of like demarcation is in her mind but i i can just see where she's coming from and mm-hmm. nick offerman nick he, offerman needs ass a hundred percent he does if that is what megan wants and if that's what he's in the yeah. mood for 
And there's no shame. And I love that. And by immediate association, that's the thing. That's 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 the real thing is that like also Ron Swanson eats ass for sure. A hundred percent he does. And so well, so I mm-hmm. go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, he has what? I, three wives all named Tammy. No, Tammy one, he, Tammy two. He has had Tammy and one, then, and Tammy two. And then and then his third wife, the Zena, yeah. the warrior princess, Diane. I want to say her name is Diane. Right. But it's like okay. Diane Tammy is her middle name. The funny, funny show, funny show. <laughs> so good, it's so good. So and you, it's, you didn't yeah. like it, or you didn't love it. I didn't love it. I liked it okay. a whole lot because I didn't love it either. Yeah, right. Like I honestly, I was, <laughs> I was waiting. I wanted, I wanted the sexy time, and so I found the sexy time in our second piece. I thought in my mind that the sexy time came back. And I got really confused because I, you know, I read this a while back and then I reread it today just to refresh myself. And I thought that the, and now I'm really Nelson Mandeling myself. Did they, wait, did I read something else where they went into his office and smashed? Or oh. was I just having a premonition of the I second piece that you said? I think it was a premonition. Oh, geez. I, they don't. Well, let's finish talking about this one Great. and then we can talk about that one. Because um, this is, what, what are the themes? David, bruising. You know it. No, you know it because you you sort of reacted to it. Okay. When did I react to it? Carding of the fingers? We were talking about possession. Ooh, I don't like that. It gets a little possessive and you don't like that. You don't don't, like the possessive. I do not. When people refer to someone as theirs, like I am his Mm. woman or I am your man. Oh, that's my man. No, you're not. Really? I hate that. That is true. I'm sure there's a line there, right? Where like Greg is your husband. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like I refer to him as my husband, yeah. but I'm not like I own you. <laughs> like, like no, and I that's how no sure that's how I equate the two. And I guess I go from zero to a thousand very quickly. Clearly, <laughs> we've I think we've talked about this. Yeah, because I had. <laughs> you know, I had a phase in college where I was really into marking and I liked, you know. Yeah, I thought hit, about you. and bite marks and stuff. And Oh, yeah. For me, I mean, this, yeah. Yeah. This piece is great. Yeah. I was like, oh, um, he fully marked her, which is yeah. very Ron Swanson also. Like, I'm amazed that One he didn't, cannot- like, brand her with a cow, whatever. What do you call it? Like, yeah. one of those Bernie things. With he has, a, like, an a, RS. An iron? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an RS in her butt. <laughs> I can see that. I totally could. Like, it doesn't even phase me. Like, I absolutely. Maybe they do later. Maybe 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 that's that's where it goes. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd be all in. That'd be great. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, I want them to like fucking her car too, because it's so precious to her. Like her car throughout the series is like such a thing. Yeah. So I think that's that's part of the theme is this this possession possessiveness and like she really likes it. I can we can only hope that. She reciprocated that he's got some marks as well, but obviously yeah. he's going to like bear them differently than she does. It's so interesting. And really, there's a I don't, there's some sort of theme about masculinity and femininity in this piece, because that's like Ron Swanson's shtick, right? He is mm, masculine. He is the he is the epitome of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And Donna Meagle is not. I would not I would not categorize her as the epitome of femininity. I think she has a lot of masculinity as well. Agreed. Um she she's has a, a lot bitch. of femininity. She's she's like, a boss she's bitch. She's a boss bitch. And I like when other people bring out 
the like h- highlights of either masculinity or femininity in other people, right? I uh, like I that too. Ron Swanson brings out the femininity in her. Yeah, and, and this like vulnerability. I, yes, mm-hmm. I really like it because I, I like too. when that happens in my own relationships, right? I like when I can be vulnerable and when I can be a masculine. Mm. Um, Which is funny because I'm like, ugh, no. You don't want to be vulnerable or you don't no. want to be masculine? No, I can be masculine. You don't want to be vulnerable? You want to no. be vulnerable with me, Liz? No. I'm going to find a fan fiction piece that makes you cry and we'll talk about it. Ew, with sex? Why I hope make you cry. No. It's so sweet. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, challenges? I think it, for me, it was the possession. Yeah. And then I was I like, mean, is it the emotional possession? God damn it. That's a hard word. Tell Plus, me. I did, did take a big swig <laughs> You one. did. It was good. Um, is it the physical? Is it the emotional? Like, no, what I part liked, of the possession? I liked the, I liked the marking. Big fan. Mm-hmm. I was not, truthfully, anytime I see, like, I'm your, you are, to say you're my woman. I'm your woman. Like, fuck that. I don't mm. want that. No. I'm my own person Interesting. and I'm a woman and that's hot because I'm like strong, but I don't want that to be equated with like, you are mine. And I am like, I don't know. I get it in a non-sexual way. Megan and I talk about this a lot in terms of, in terms of possession and pride, mm-hmm. um, you know, pride, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, and I uh, I apologize to Megan and to everyone. But like, <laughs> there's something about like pride is not a yogic uh, thing, right? It's not very yogic to have pride in something. Yeah. Um, but it like it's still important to recognize, you know, that it that it happens, right? And so like, I don't know. I actually don't know what I'm saying at all. I wish Megan were closer, but she's not. Wow. Um, I, here's I, and I think here and I. Yes, and I feel like the part two that I then would be okay with, like, yep, she was his woman, is part two of this. Like, she takes a dildo and or like in or a strap on and like fucks the shit out of Ron and brings out the feminine and in him. Brings Absolutely. out the vulnerability in him, and like that's part two for me. If Absolutely. if we're gonna do this, then I also need to see the full arc of her owning him and then him shouting like I am yours or like I yeah, am. Yeah, there man. wasn't enough of that in the implications of sex. There wasn't enough of like it's all him giving and him doing. Correct. And there's not a lot about what she does. Right. Um which makes which is interesting in thinking about all right, I'm gonna click on to the author's page because we've got Kashia five one five and the image is a cartooned character fishing up a squirtle with cool sunglasses on because <laughs> part of the squirtle squad. Amazing. Um, but Kashia feels like a, or Keshia feels like a very feminine name. So let's look. All right. Mm-hmm. Author has written seven. Oh, Canadian. Canadian. Oh, Canadian. I didn't even think about that. <gasps> <laughs> um, author has written seven stories for Harry Potter, Helsing, Static Shock, Lord of the Flies, uh, Uron, High School, Host Club, Parks and oh. Rec, and the Fast and the Fury as a baby. <laughs> Your baby. Um, so my name is Kashia. My name is Kashia. Mm-hmm. I am, at the ah. moment, 23 years old. Okay, that was in I'm 2016. I'm currently attending 
University and am a double major, creative writing and literature major. I plan on getting a master's in library science and becoming a librarian. Are you becoming kidding? a librarian? Christia, be my librarian. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, I can. That can you imagine? Yes. Hey, uh, God, I man, I'm in the library and the library's so boring, guys. <laughs> Did you know our librarian writes fucking fan fiction about parks and recreation? The library is now the coolest place in the world. <laughs> I hope, here's what I hope for Kashia. I hope she's a librarian now and I hope that she writes fanfic and then puts them in the pages of actual books. And just hides them around <laughs> the library like a fucking national treasure ass hunt. Oh, <laughs> Going, God. don't read this book boring science book let's read <laughs> the fuel cap is on too tight so watch out it might ignite <laughs> my fast and furious fan fiction from 2016 oh oh my god and there okay listen i currently write for myself and for commission i do not take requests unless i explicitly say i'm open to them if i do commissions i charge a penny a word holy and i don't ask for payment until i finish the story on a separate note i am Always open for conversation about anything. <gasps> Story of Chronicles in need of a beta, in need of an alpha. Want to just talk about how a character shouldn't have died or why one of them should? I'm completely open for conversation. Oh, be on our podcast. Be on our be podcast, on our podcast please. Kushia, be on our be podcast on our now. Podcast. Let's talk about. I must ask you for more meat. And then, or uh, I, I said, here's the thing. You know who's gonna write? Ooh, you know who's gonna write what I need? We need the prologue, we and then we need the. Mm -hmm. I you will gotta take it out. One. All right, you got. I'll hey, take it out of my one. salary. We got the budget for both. We, yep. <laughs> we can't. We can't get you your crossover <laughs> and your Smut and Sensibility is now taking donations at Smut and Sensibility on Venmo <laughs> for the c yeah, commission. Baby. We got. We got some writing to do. <laughs> uh, come on, Kishia. Holy. Oh my God! I love this it. This is great. Oh, I'm so um, glad. Oh, I didn't even make any. I didn't make any guesses before I clicked over because I was so excited. Is that what I would have said? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. I <laughs> because we have to talk about this other piece real quick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I also thought it was a guy. Yeah. Uh, or I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was a man. I thought it was a, a he/him pronoun user. Yes. Uh, because. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess because going back to the unsolicited feeling of the one shot, it really does feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna write you, I'm gonna write you some parts of Requiem. Here you go. I hope you, hope like you enjoy it. it. Hope you like it. <laughs> Here, this is for Jennifer. I hope you like it. But it's, I, I don't think it is. I think it's, I think it's your librarian. It's your librarian, and it is. They had a conversation at the stacks, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> I love fanfic and i love parks and rec and because was like you know what i'm gonna hook you up yeah Get jennifer ready. was like man i've always thought that ron swanson and donna meagle uh uh should should fuck, should fuck. And, and then <laughs> she was, was like, like oh my god I, me too hold on first of all shh, it's a library you gotta whisper second of all <laughs> don't be late on your returns <laughs> and, and also you owe us 25 cents for that uh, i wonder if her fines also commission more new work i hope, I hope that our fines are only in <laughs> sensual amounts i hope that it's like oh you're 69 dollars in late fees and i'm like wait what the fuck i had the this book hell? for two days 
Uh, and then she takes down her hair. I um, can't get out. Are we rating this before we go on to the next adventure? Listen, we're going to rate this. We're going to pretend that this is the only thing that happens in this episode. That I gave you? you sent me some weird last minute <laughs> fucking, it not was, garbage, but like, what the fuck? It is not fuck? garbage. Like, it's mm-hmm. not garbage. <sighs> no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Let's rate this right. one first. Um. I give this one a uh, erotically. I oh, okay. give erotically. erotically. Erotically, I rate this episode. Uh, this episode, um, <laughs> this entry as I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay, and that's really following my gut because I know we didn't see any of the boinkage. I know it's all boinkage implied, mm-hmm. but. I did like it, and it did arouse me. It's me a too. seven, closer to a six than an eight, but okay. I, I give it a seven. Okay, you? see, and I was going to give it a six, but I agree. It like okay. might be 6.5 because I, d- I like there were many moments in this show that I was going, hmm, that's kind of hot. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. This, this, this is, I, I, I would be appalled if this were not a right what you know moment because this like yeah. the feelings mm-hmm. inherent in this piece I would say I would I would venture that a majority of people a, a majority of of you know sexual adults have felt the sexual feelings that they would write about in fan fiction regardless of whether or not they'd experience them right you can yeah. be horny and write about horniness without having experienced things a lot of these feelings I think are a lot more difficult to feel if you haven't personally had them. Yeah, it's so much more descriptive. Like, it's yeah. so descriptive. Ugh. And honestly, I find that kind of erotic. Feelings are erotic, too. Yeah. Not yeah. just ding-dongs and, and holes. <laughs> I can't. Uh, literarily, I like it. Um, again, I don't love it. I, I, You know what it feels like? I don't think this is the case, and... What does it feel like? When I was working under a he him assumption, no. It felt like someone was writing while actively like it feels like like one shot. Yeah, well not spoinking, but self spoinking. Like Uh it feels like Mm -hmm. they sat down and wrote it and got hornier and hornier as they wrote it, and that sort of like left them a little less able to write because the beginning is so descriptive and so deep. Yeah, um, and then it starts to get it gets a little clippier towards the end, and a little less descriptive, and and y- y- you know you don't get we don't get paragraphs anymore. We get real like short lines. Yeah, um, and uh, so I'm gonna give it a six because I, I, I think I think Kashia, yeah, great because I think yeah. if you really refocused your efforts, you might write things a little differently <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> I feel like. I, I my if impression you would was stop getting masturbating a for five seconds to Ron Swanson. Then That's maybe all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I did like get the your pun. head out of your pants get while you're writing. <laughs> well, is not the best. Or don't. Or don't. Or just you know. I hope Jennifer liked it. I think the real question is, did Jennifer get off? Like when was- <laughs> this person comes on the podcast, that is going to be the first question we yes. ask them. What was Jennifer? Did- what- Jennifer like it. Did she like it? They. Did they um, like it? Did Jennifer like it? And okay, uh, faithfulness. Now here's the source thing. material. David, is it faithful to the source material? Tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you why you're correct. I think that this is. Uh, I think that this is a. 
Say okay, it. I think say this it. is an say eight, it. and here's why. I okay. think it's an eight, and here's okay. why. I almost gave it a nine. But I gave I, it a nine, David. Okay, you give it a nine. I give it an eight. I think that's fine. I don't buy the overt sexuality, the overt public sexuality at the end. Oh, I agree. I, oh, Ron and Donna smooching in the yeah. office at this stage in their relationship yeah, where where some of the appeal of it is exactly some of the appeal of it is that it's kind of secret kind of taboo ooh yeah um, it's like a good showman so that you want to keep from the I, cast ooh yeah I dated someone once and we, over the summer, we did a job where we worked with a furniture moving company at my college and we pretended that we didn't know each other so that we could uh, like fall in love on the job. Oh my God. And also also so that we would get like assigned to things together. Like, all right, the two of you go and be like, oh, okay, we'll we'll, we'll go together. (laughs) And that's, I think that's a little more in line with the world of this story than seen. I yes, yes, and I felt like they were going to come to work, and he was going to like pretend, either pretend it never happened, or like ignore her, or like bring her, bring her into his office to like, you know, tell her how she got something incorrectly or like incorrect, and then just like lay her down on the desk. Like that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah, uh, but alas, and like continue to spank her, right? Because. Who doesn't want to rob Swanson's bank? You know where that happens? It happens in the second piece (laughs) that Liz sent me, which is Ron Swanson x Jerry Gergich by Adam Savage Lover. It is exactly Um, what I hoped never existed, but boy, oh boy. (laughs) Boy on boy. It's Ron boy v boy. Boy boy, v v boy. It's, it's boy in boy. It is boy in boy. It is boy on boy. Doinkin. Yep, Jerry's in the office, uh, working late. Gail Gail's and the girls are away. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's in his office, and Jerry hears some sound that's like, fap, fap. maybe that's the air conditioner, but it's the fap. Fap, it fap, had the consistent don't. noise that a regular person would recognize as the fap fap of a man masturbating. <laughs> Come on. Come Papa? on, Adam Savage Lover. Have we, uh, this is where things got familiar and I got confused. Adam Savage Lover, I feel like maybe I've come across before. Wow, they've got some interesting stuff on their docket. But um, Jerry walks in, uh, sees Ron masturbating, apologize, walks into the room profusely apologizing, which I love, right? You do- I do too. That's <laughs> so Jerry. Larry, it's Gary. so Jerry. <laughs> He does. He, he he doesn't like close the door and like try to pretend it doesn't happen like no. a normal human being would do. He comes in going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I wonder <laughs> probably, what the noise was." Probably tripping he's on the there, way in. Absolutely, like his his pants probably fall off <laughs> while he's walking through the door. He asks, "Is there anything I can do to help make it up to you?" And then Ron says, "Yeah, I want you to be my bottom," which means that Ron wants to put his stuff in Jerry's butt. And, and and then they do. They get undressed, but Jerry's got a big ding dong, huge. And of course he would. Isn't that part and of, of course the series? He would. Of course he would. If he has like not, a nine it's inch implied. It's he has a nine inch cock. Nine inches. Nine inches. Bravo, um, Jerry. Bravo. Which you know, which Ron quickly finds out because they go down on each other. Uh, Jerry first, and then Ron, you know, 
reciprocates saying well, a good man returns favors. <laughs> Which I love. Because of, um, of course he did. Uh, he has a tough time with Jerry's big dinger, but he does get it all down there. And then <laughs> Ron yeah. fucks Jerry, and then Jerry fucks Ron. Ron came when he was fucking Jerry, and then he comes again, and Jerry comes. And it's just, it was so much to get this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Maybe not even, it might have been this morning. It might have been like, oh, hello, very early sunshine. morning. I was like, good morning, I'm, David. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, recording with my good dear friend Liz uh, tonight. Um, <laughs> I wonder if, oh, I wonder if this is connected to the piece that she sent. Maybe this is the prologue or the epilogue that I too had been desiring. Oh, nope. Hey, listen, Here's, who's to say it's not? Who's to say Ron later and, that day and, wasn't masturbating to Donna's picture, maybe? And then Jerry comes in. Who's to and say? Don't think that my mind can go there. Don't think that I didn't fucking <laughs> sleep this one out. Because <laughs> I must ask you if you want more meat was written in August of 2016. Yeah. This piece was written in December of 2017. And so if we just sort of like assume that this one's uh, like I just put them in the same timeline. Yeah, I just I went things with Donna didn't work out. I was like later I didn't, that I didn't, day. I didn't think later that day. I while Donna, like, while Donna's at lunch months, with Tom. Months. <laughs> I thought maybe months later. I thought maybe things had gotten too hot and heavy uh, between Donna and Ron. <laughs> Something had happened. They'd had a falling out, and so Ron's like Christurbating in his office. <laughs> And just kind of goes well. Every any any port in a storm, I guess. Here's Jerry. Here we go. But I here's the real problem. Tell me. You know the real problem. What's is, the real problem, David? The fat fat. I probably one? no. That's not the problem for me. The problem okay. is like this is like a this is like a nine for not eroticism. Don't get too excited. <laughs> but like for faithfulness, right? Like yeah. Didn't this happen? I saw this scene. I yep. definitely saw this one. I'm telling. I'm telling you. Like both of them are a nine. They could absolutely happen, and I wouldn't blank an eye. I'd be like, oh. What does that say about Parks and Rec? Do, the, do you think the creators of Parks and Rec recognize that they've Thought written about a very fun, as... fictionable show? Yes. Do absolutely. You think they did? Yes. Why wouldn't you? That's why, <laughs> that's what I'm, I would picture my episodic TV show. Ugh, I don't <laughs> I know. I would hope I that it's deeply know. rooted in fan fiction ability. Right, you would say here. Here's something I've created. Now you take it and make it your own. And make it sexual. Make it so graphically sexual. This one Listen, to me, ugh. It's graphic. It's so graphic. I'm gonna link them both. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna dignify this one with a full. <laughs> I think you already full did full episode. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but it. It's, yeah, it's wild. It uh, uh, to, to your to that point about like creating something. I feel like yeah, the and people people who created Parks and Rec were like, hey, I listen. I got to put this on like actual TV so I can't, you know, write these people. But I hope boinking. someone does. But if you if you wanted to, then like whatever, that's okay. That's you know like that's that's allowed. That's, you can do that. Um, you know what I loved is that in this. Ron also still is so caring, like, yes, animalistic, yes, possessive, I guess, still, but also he's like sharing his caring. He also was like, a good man returns the favor, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my mouth hole on your pee pee. And well, then, he does say that, 
But he also says, "All right, bitch, get on your bitch, stomach. get on your stomach." <laughs> Very shortly and after, like actually, that bitch, take my cock. I yeah, I, that, that that's that was, true. Okay, that's what so keeps it from being a ten for me. Yeah, I also I get that. But tell I me if it Ron hurts, Swanson Jerry. Why? I bet Ron Swanson's not a talker during sex. You don't think? I think. He I think he be. just does. I think he just does. I think that might yeah. be a difference between Ron Swanson and Nick Offerman is I'm sure that Nick Offerman is a very communicative lover, but I feel like Ron Swanson probably just like guides Moans. you with his body and hands. Yep. Mm-hmm. And well, now I want Ron Swanson. What do we think he shouts when arms. he comes? If he's just like, <laughs> does he shout his name? Do you think? I think we should ask that of every piece now. That should okay. be another thing we rated on. Is what do you think this character <laughs> shouts when they <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> I feel like it's just his name. I think it's just, or, just it's animal. It's just. <laughs> I think Jerry like apologizes. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna come. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna come. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Ron Swanson like shouts his like breakfast order. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's definitely some bacon involved in there somewhere. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. when he gets really intimate with someone. He's like, "Hey, I, I want to introduce some stuff into the bedroom," and they're they're like, "Ooh, whips or chains bacon. or whatever." He's like, "Bacon, bacon, it's always bacon." <laughs> I want to eat bacon off your ass. I mean, I mean, I, not you. I, I wasn't talking to no, you, no, Liz. No, 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 I was no, talking, no. To, but like, yeah, I do. Yes, of course, not you, but like, Liz, but like, I want to eat bacon off a lover's Megan's ass. ass. Yes. Um. Great. Yeah, Adam Savage lover. You, hey, you did it. Man, you did it. You absolutely did it. You did it. And Adam's Adam's <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Adam Savage lover. Adam Savage of Mythbusters uh what? Fame. Adam I... Savage is one of the guys from Mythbusters. Is it Fred Savage's brother? No. Nobody knows. Um, and the day that this author joined fanfiction.net they published a piece of adam savage and jamie heineman uh fanfiction the oh. next day this piece mm. came out um this. the and oh. a piece oh, with homer simpson day. and groundskeeper willie fascinating then they took a little bit of time off mm-hmm. um mm. but came back with uh jim gaffigan <laughs> jim gaffigan's truck stop experience one-on-one it's just Jim Gaffigan. It's legit oh. just him. Ooh, can we read this next? Wait, is it? No, no, no. It's uh, it's somebody else. It's it's. There's a character named Corey, but I think it's. But like Corey is supposed to be you. Are you Corey? Oh yeah. You can be Corey. Hey, you can Listen, be Corey if you want to be Corey. I am Corey. So I think what we've found is that the world of Parks and Recreation is just ultimately is very very fan fictionable. Mm-hmm. And it's everything I've ever wanted and more. Except the crossover, but we're going to work and on now that I just you. need a crossover, and Kashia is going to give it to me. Did they did they ever do a The Office and Parks and Rec crossover, or would that be the most expensive thing to ever happen? I don't believe they did, but I could well, very well be wrong. They but should. I, it's quarantine. Come on. Now's the time. Please give us now, what we what, want. <laughs> give Liz what she Give crave. me what I want. <laughs> give me what I'm craving. So mm-hmm. congratulations, Kashia five one five. Congratulations, I guess. Adam Savage, Adam Savage lover. lover. <laughs> and um, <laughs> congratulations, Liz, on really just <laughs> going there. Really just, just, just going there, mm-hmm. and really unapologetically 
going there. But mm-hmm. I will have my revenge. I I haven't had my revenge yet. That's the well. Wait, you haven't. That's the thing. What you like? You like parts and Parks and Rec. I, I love how, Parks and Rec. How am I gonna? Ru- what can I ruin for you? You can't ruin anything because I am the type of person who's like, yeah, okay. All right, I'll find it. I'm gonna find it. I don't know. Not I don't today. Know. I am excited and I challenge you. I challenge the I'm gonna put my head together the, with my favorite new librarian and we're gonna find something. <laughs> the glove has been thrown. Do it. Great. Um then let's uh, be done for now. My name is David Laws. I'm Liz McMonagle. This has been Smut and Sensibility, an erotic book club. I'm yep. gonna go eat a hamburger. <laughs> and I'm not. Oh I'm gonna have more wine. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Ending on a good note. Uh, we have is, this a post, is this a post script? <laughs> We're going to put a record scratch in there. Tell them what you just told me. What I wanted to share with you and my friends is the fact that I, while doing other things, I also want to make sure I'm up to par and know what we're going to be discussing. So I have Siri read me the text for our uh, our choices. <laughs> and this is what this uh, specific part two of Jerry and Ron sounds like. Jerry pushed even deeper, and Ron gasped in pain, but pushed back on his dick, as to take more. Jerry began faster thrusts, not quite all the way in yet, but got closer with each thrust. Oh, That's yes. a crime. Please You're more. doing a Jerry. crime against Ron gave up Siri. The attempt Wait Jerry for it. being his bitch and started moaning and groaning like a slut. <laughs> Jerry picked up speed before finally getting all the way in. Ron flipped says, over Poom. onto his back, and started stroking his own dick. Both men moaning in intense pleasure. <laughs> Finally, Jerry groaned and filled Ron's asshole with cum at the exact time no. and another orgasm. Ron, don't don't make fun of Jerry. Make... Jerry smiled and Turn went that back off. down on Ron's it's... dick. I feel like that's doing our job for us. Like, tell me that isn't what you want to listen to a whole seven pages of fanfic. Comprehend any of that? Well, that's what that's what Greg asked too, and you really have the to focus. I don't. you you really have to focus but sometimes I actually because it's like I am I'm such an and I think we've talked about this like I want to hear someone speak all of these stories because that's how I get more information and like then I can like visualize it and it's like sexier for me so (laughs) I was like oh I have a great idea I'm gonna make Siri talk it to me and then I realized that is a terrible idea yeah, I'm just saying this. that's a crime and the police are going to be at your house to come and arrest you because you're going to jail for crimes against theory. That's, that's Jerry all. goes down on Ron's dick and then he cooms in his ass. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> it's exactly right. what I never knew I needed. Now it really is over. I'm going to go drown my phone in coom. Bye. Go drown your... <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> uh. Two, three, four.
hosted on dimlywit.com.